Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week 10, day two of our study of Esther. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Esther 9, 23 through 28. Well, welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us? God, speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you today. We want to encounter you in your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, with that, let's jump into God's word. We'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Esther 9, starting in 20, verse 23. So the Jews agreed to continue the celebration they had begun, doing what Mordecai had written to them. For Haman, son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, the enemy of all the Jews, had plotted against the Jews to destroy them and had cast the poor, that is the lot, for their ruin and destruction. But when the plot came to the king's attention, he issued written orders that the evil scheme Haman had devised against the Jews should come back onto his own head and that he and his son should be impaled on poles. Therefore, these days were called Purim from the word Pur. Because of everything written in this letter and because of what they had seen and what had happened to them, the Jews took it on themselves to establish the custom that they and their descendants and all who joined them should without fail observe these two days every year in the way prescribed and at the time appointed. I believe that many Jews to this day, they, they still they have a, a short partial fast on one of the days and then the second day they they actually celebrate celebrate uh, Purim and the fast is to commemorate the three days of fasting that Esther did before she went in. But unlike a lot of other Jewish holidays, this is, I, I think, a pretty easy fast. I don't know exactly how everyone around the world celebrates it, but I think it's like a meal or something they might go without. Uh, so it's not a huge deal, but it's this this massive celebration, massive celebration. And again, like I said yesterday, to this day, they are celebrating this, uh, doing exactly what Mordecai commanded them to do, you know, with the great celebration food, sending gifts to the poor. They still do that to this day. Verse 28. These days should be remembered and observed in every generation, by every family, and in every province, and in every city. And these days of Purim should never fail to be celebrated by the Jews, nor should the memory of these days die out among their descendants. Again, there are commanded feasts and fasts and and festivals all throughout the law of Moses. This is really, as far as I can remember in scripture, this is the only other uh, celebration, feast, anything like that, commanded. It's the only thing added to the calendar after the law of Moses was, was completed. The first five books of the Bible, all of the other fasts and feasts and celebration days are in there. And this is the only one added after that. And there, there are other celebrations that Jews have, um, Hanukkah being probably the, the preeminent one that most people think of because it often coincides somewhere around Christmas time. And it's in some ways similar. There's giving of gifts and things like that. Uh, but it's not commanded in scripture. I mentioned this yesterday. It, it was, it's not a biblical command. There is a, a command, an extra biblical command to celebrate that, but not a biblical command like this one. And, and, and any, uh, 
devout Jew understands the difference between the biblical commands and the extra biblical commands than the Talmud found in the extra biblical writings that are, are sacred to Judaism. Uh, the Bible, the biblical commands, they hold a much greater weight, or at least they're supposed to hold much greater weight uh, to the Jewish faith. I've never personally been to a a celebration of Purim. I'm actually kind of interested in the future trying to weasel my way into a Purim celebration just to see what it's like. These are the kinds of things, and 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 I want to encourage you um, if if you if you're interested in that, if if you ask Jewish friends or maybe Jewish acquaintances that you have, if you can attend a, a, a Purim celebration. Um, don't go, and I'm not trying to discourage you from telling Jews about Jesus, but I would not go to a Purim celebration trying to uh, get them converted to Jesus and 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 making kind of a nuisance of yourself. Um, again, I mentioned yesterday how throughout the history of, of Europeans and Jews in, in Europe, last couple thousands of years, uh, there's been quite a lot of hostility and... Um, Unfortunately, and even to this day, there's been hostility against Jews by pretty much everybody, Catholics, Protestants, Muslims, anybody else. Um, and, and so they're a, a bit conscientious about that, a bit aware of that. Um, if you were to go to one of those kinds of things, probably not the right moment if, <laughs> if you want to go and, and, and try and proselytize uh, Christianity, preach Christianity, probably not the right moment at Purim necessarily. Um, maybe a good opportunity to to make friendships with people, um, but uh, I, I wouldn't go and be obnoxiously evangelistic. But it might be a good opportunity to go and and watch and observe how they um, celebrate those kinds of things and understand a little bit of their world on on how these things work um, and and how they're, they they play out nowadays. It's a biblical command um, and. I think if we look back at all of the things that Christians celebrate, if we look back at the biblical heritage of those, the ways that we celebrate those are not always, uh, very often have nothing to do with the way the Bible would have commanded them to be celebrated. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking specifically of like uh, Mardi Gras, um, Carnival, if you're anywhere else in the world outside of the United States. You know, there's supposed to be a time of fasting, Um the Lenten season is. And so does to prepare for Lenten where you're fasting and supposed to be remembering what Jesus did on the cross. Everyone gets hammered drunk and does all sorts of really uh, wicked, evil things leading up to the Lenten season. It's like, hey, we got to be good for Lent. So let's get all of our crazy, let's sow all of our wild oats before we start that. It's really a messed up, messed up way to think about all of that. Um, but it's it's a holiday that people celebrate, and it's rooted in Christianity. Although it would be, um, I, I think anybody could objectively look at the way those things are celebrated, and they are definitely non-Christian, um, unbiblical in a, in a lot of ways. Uh, go down to New Orleans during Mardi Gras, and you will say, "How is how is this Christian? How is this biblical?" Um, and so, 
I think Purim celebrated by the Jews is probably more in line with the biblical commands than, than things like Mardi Gras. Um, but, uh, there still is, is a lot of secular influence and things like that over these kinds of holidays because everything gets secularized because there's money to be made. And that's just how the world works. So I would encourage you, if you're ever interested, go with a respectful heart, go to learn at at something like this. Don't show up to someone's feast day and, and try and tell them they're all going to hell if they don't believe in Jesus. It's just not a good way, not a good way to be. Um, But if you're interested in going and, and learning at those, those kinds of events, go and, and, and observe, be respectful, and 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 you know experience something a little bit different. Um, I hope to do that in the future, and I encourage you, if that interests you. I would maybe reach out to to people to to bridge that gap and and find out how they celebrate these kinds of holidays. For the Ten Week Bible Study, I'm your host Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.